0: This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has
1: been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. With convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA.
2: Talk Radio 1210. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for Next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Diane Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia real estate classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right. Good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Katsaris. And there's the crowd. The Mortgage Mom, and we're here every week. How are you, Deanne?
3: I'm doing great.
2: Good. Very good. Some was a n- nice uh, long weekend last week.
4: Uh, it was very relaxing, yes.
2: Yeah. Man, my neighbors had a party went on from... Uh, Sunday around 11 to Monday around 11. <laughs> <laughs> they did not go to bed. Unbelievable. <laughs> so we're here every week to be talking to you about real estate. We're the only real estate show in town. We're here every Saturday at 1 o'clock here on Talk Radio. If you want to ask us a question about mortgages, commercial, residential real estate, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number at the end?
4: My number is 609-605-7153.
2: And you 48% of renters better pay attention because the rents are going up again. It's time to buy. So what's coming up today? Coming up
4: on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with Asking Dr. A.
2: A continuing series.
4: We also have Mark's funny story.
2: Got one for you.
4: We also have our mortgage mom topic.
2: Which is what?
4: I think we're going to review those acronyms again, because people are a little a little behind the eight ball on that. Mark, we also have our questions. Um, what does listing removed mean in real estate? And the next question is, what's the best way to buy a short sale house? Next is, how do real estate agents find properties available for sale? And the last question is, how long does it take to buy a home?
2: Yeah. All like basic questions that most people don't know.
4: That's true. And Mark, our yeah. topic of the day is how to avoid homebuyers remorse.
2: Yeah, I wish I could find the Dirt Lady story. I've been looking for it.
4: Oh, you don't have it? <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll, I'll find it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but first, give us your motivational quote.
2: And a motivational quote is, very often you're in the right place at the right time, but you just don't know it. And that's what happens to some people like Dr. A talks about the S's and the C's they overthink it, then it's gone. <laughs> you gotta pull the trigger once in a while, take a chance in life. That's gotta right. take a chance to be free. So where are we at?
4: So Mark, we are up to the market report.
2: And there is the bell. So the mortgage rates fell on the day Silicon Valley went bankrupt back, remember that in the news? Yep. um uh, and now, you know, people were seeking out safe investments with real estate. It's one of the best ones. I had a woman call me from the show last week thinking about buying a house in Upper New York, and she was going to buy a cash, and it was listed for 225 and she was asking me if she should offer $250, and, <laughs> and I was like, well, she goes, is there a general rule? I said, no, there's no general rules. But I told her, I said, you know, if you really want this house and you can afford it, because her brother lives up there and somebody else, right? And she's got money. I said, put an offer in, and I told her how to put an escalation clause in. I said, so make, and I said, and if you go to, she might be willing to go to two hundred and fifty. I said, you know what? If you go to two hundred and fifty, make it two hundred and fifty one five hundred, because it's she thinks it's an estate. I said, because if somebody offers two hundred and fifty or two hundred and fifty one and you offer 500 and there's a lawyer involved, you win. So she's going to give it a shot and then call me and let me know what happens. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So anyway, back to the mortgage, uh, the market report here. So, you know, the 30-year mortgage rate has fell. Uh, we were up in the sevens. Now we're back down in the sixes. So typical mortgage monthly fell by about $100, 100 hours a month. So more declines could happen, stubbornly high consumer inflation is decelerating, but really slow. I was actually did some researches because they always talk about this inflation rate is national. It's actually local. So I I, I think of Philly Metro, we're around nine, maybe 10. It's, you know, because they keep saying seven, but everything else is local. So why wouldn't that be local too?
5: That's so, true. You know, that's a good
2: point. And I'll tell you, everybody's complaining. I know everybody that went shopping for uh the holiday weekend, man, they were all complaining about the prices. Everybody's complaining about it. So this you know, hopefully we got five hundred days left of this administration. I don't care who it is, what side. Just somebody different. Yeah. And somebody different will make people feel more confident. And when that's one of the big things when, when people are nervous, they don't spend money. And that's having a big effect on the economy. But rental costs, they're still going up. So the 48% of Philly, we talk about this 300,000 of these renting I mean, that's going up again. But if you buy, you're locked in. So, I mean, you're not going to have all those problems. Rent projections, the lagging Fed in action, you know, there was a quote about Wayne Gretzky He goes, Go where the puck is not where it was at. Like the <laughs> Fed should the Fed should stop raising interest rates. Right. And this was from NAR and one of the significant risk. US bonds are a safe asset. National debt level is making a hockey stick shape upturn to thirty trillion. I mean, hopefully now that they got they got some of this resolved. I just hate the way the news is spinning it. They're spinning it like he, They're cutting social programs. Right. They're not. Right. Every three, six, ten, I watched. I caught a little bit. Oh, they're going to cut. Well, they're going to cut Medicaid and, and you know all the social programs. There was nothing about cuttings. It was about stopping future spending. Right. Putting so anyway.
4: a cap on it. Yep.
2: First time home buyers uh, made up just twenty percent of the recent home sales in February of twenty three down from 31% in January 23 and 29% in 22. So a lot of baby boomers are maybe leading the market still with uh, making the moves. So the National Association of Realtors, that's since they've been tracking this since 2022. But all in all, I mean, a little bit more inventory came on the market, not much. Not much. But the rates went down, so it's still a good time to buy, and it's still the best time ever to sell. So you know, get in the game. Don't be waiting. I, I mean, that's like that waiting for this to hit the bottom of the stock market. Nobody ever hits that, right? Right. You know, that's like gambling. Yeah, you got to jump in. So, you got to
4: get in where you can, and that's that's the yeah,
2: bottom And you get in, you get in, you buy a house, then maybe you buy another house, rent that house out, then you do it again. You got to start somewhere. Agreed. You know, tell us about the rates. So we got to
4: start somewhere. So your 30-year fixed is at 6.875%. Now, keep in mind, this is also based on a 30-year conventional, depending on how much you're putting down, depending on what your credit score is. And and the rates in this market are changing every day. So you're looking yep. at your 15-year fix at 6.5. Um, your 30-year FHA is at point. And your 30 year VA is at 6.5%. So just again, you know, that you don't know what that difference is going to be. If you're at 6.875 versus 7%, what does that difference look like? Number one. And number two, where you're not locked in for 30 years. I mean, the rate is locked in, but there's, you can always refinance next year when the rates get down lower.
2: And nobody keeps their mortgage for thirty we'd years. Be out the of average business. life, the average length, is like six years yeah, before they refi or sell or move. Five to seven
4: years, Mark. And if yeah, everybody I kept mean, that mortgage for thirty years, we'd be out of business. We all would be out of business.
2: Yeah, it's just things happen in life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's no, it's no big deal. Anyway, I don't think that that's their bad rates historically. No, they're so. not. All right, so with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back.
0: On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal
2: Credit Union, we
0: hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, not here for our profit, here for yours.
3: If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com.
0: Philadelphia Real Estate Classes is the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, serving all of Pennsylvania. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Their pre-licensing course has a $150 down payment to get started and a total cost of only four ninety nine, dollars including the book, day, night, and weekend courses too. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now
2: all right welcome back to good news and real estate here on talk radio 1210 wpht all positive all the time so where we at the end so
4: mark we are up to your funny story
2: so i was up the lake and i was talking to mike lawson our friend right yep And, and mike he's been retired for about a year and since he's retired mary had him do the downstairs bathroom over then he had to do the kitchen over and then he got that done. Then she wanted the bedroom done over. Then he got done that. And then she wanted the basement redone. And then he spent the last two weeks working on the Oh
3: pool. my god!
2: And it reminded me of this joke. This. Uh, uh, because then one of my other friends up the lake asked him about doing something. He's like, yo, I got a honeydo list. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, I didn't retire to do all this stuff. Plus, he just bought a boat. He, I, I don't think he's going out in it yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> so anyway, this newlywed couple move into their, our new house. And one day, the husband comes home for work. And the wife says, honey, you know, uh, upstairs bathroom, one of the pipes is leaking. You think you could fix it? And the husband says, what do I look like, Mr. Plumber?" few days ago by the husband comes home from work again the wife says honey my car won't start i think it needs a new battery you think you could change it for me here's what i look like mr good another few days goes by and it's raining really hard and the wife finds a leak in the roof up in one of the bedrooms she goes honey i think there's a leak in the roof and in the back bedroom you think you can fix that here's what i look like bob villa next day the husband comes home the roof's fixed so's the plumbing the car's running he asked the wife, what happened? He goes, I had a handyman come and fixed them. She says, Great. Because how much is that gonna cost me? He snarls. Nothing. He said I'd do it for free if I either paid him a cake or slept with him. She goes, Well, what kind of cake did you make? This is what do I look like, Betty Crocker. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. If you have a funny story, send it to eight oh two nine at Comcast.net or give us a call at two six seven two six six.
2: So, I'm not sure what your topic is. It was something about... uh, (laughs) Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Some kind of of mortgage news. So, what is your topic?
4: So, we're going to talk about... It was going to be on some of the acronyms that are taking place.
2: Acronyms. That's what threw me off.
4: But I want to give you a little bit more information because of what's going on um, today, you know, with, with the market and where, you know, certain people have certain situations taking place. So... Basically, we have a post foreclosure bankruptcy, excuse me, and short sale. So a lot of times you have a waiting period, Mark, before you can actually purchase after going through one of these. So let's just say, God forbid you had a foreclosure and you had a conventional loan that was funded through either Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. All right. <clears throat> excuse me, what has to happen is you need to wait seven years before you can actually purchase again when you go through a foreclosure. Now, a foreclosure means that the bank has actually taken back the house. You no longer own it. And the completion date is when the, the bank that holds that mortgage actually sold it. So it's
2: seven years,
4: seven years.
2: They already shorten that up.
4: All right. I, yeah, you're going to have to go through and rewrite all the guidelines again. Now,
2: <laughs> I never I never get invited to the meetings.
4: <laughs> if you have an FHA loan, which is through the Federal Housing Administration, you only yeah. have to wait three years from the completion Fair. date. Now, keep in mind, if you're going through a foreclosure, what happened to your credit score?
2: Yeah, hey, well, your credit score got destroyed. It got
4: destroyed. Right. So... You lost at least 100 points, and the only thing that's going to work on getting that back up is time. So you're going right. to need that seven years or that three years in order to be able to get that credit score back up. But you also need to take the right steps, getting all the rest of the accounts back um, in a positive note, maybe open up a secured credit card so that you get a, a good trade line. You might also want to be an authorized user on somebody else's account. So, with the VA loan, there's only two years from the date of completion. And then we also talk about that other loan that has 100% financing, which is through USDA. And that's your three years from date of uh, completion.
2: It should all be three years. Why? Because what's the difference between you have a problem FHA or a problem conventional? That's just bank policy. Plus, they're going to get a customer quicker. You can get your stuff straightened out in three years. Yeah. Well,
4: the one through the Federal Housing Administration is the one that you're paying all that mortgage insurance for. So you're paying it upfront, plus you're paying it monthly, no matter how much you put down. But let's say you don't go through the foreclosure. And let's just say you have a short sale, which means you're selling, the bank agrees to sell the house for less than what is owed. Now, that's a whole negotiation process. The bank has to agree for to it. If you have that same conventional loan, then the waiting period is only going to be four years from the completion of the short sale. You're not happy with that either? No. Okay.
2: Three, seven, <laughs> four. Your
4: FHA is going to stay the same. It's going to be three years with your short sale. Same thing with the VA la- loan and the same thing with the USDA loan. So 100% financing on both of those loans. Now
2: I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't do it by County.
4: (laughs) Don't, don't even put that in the universe. Let's say instead of having a foreclosure or a short sale, you file a chapter seven bankruptcy, which means that you're eliminating all of that debt as well. Okay. Your Fannie and Freddie Mac is still going to be four years from the date of discharge. The FHA and the VA are only going to be two years from the date of the discharge. And that's the date that the bankruptcy was discharged or dismissed. So that means you actually completed it. And that bankruptcy can take two to three years, depending on how much is on there.
2: I remember a lot of people just thought filing bankruptcy was a good idea and get out of debt and then... You know, a lot, most of the times the banks will work with you and try to figure out a way to save you because they don't really want to go through it neither. I was in a forbearance agreement years and years ago. I started a business with a partner. He bailed on me and I was high and dry, no income. And I I did a forbearance agreement and it, you know, it gave me time to get back on my feet, but I saved the house. Yeah,
4: You got to get ahead. You got to get ahead of it. And it gives you an opportunity to do that. Another thing that gives you an availability, instead of filing a chapter seven, you file a chapter 13, which is actually a repayment of the debt. So you're working with a trustee, they're negotiating to pay your credit card debts or your car, whatever, whatever debts you have, they're negotiating to pay less than the full amount and you make the payments to the trustee and then the trustee forwards that money over to the creditors. But when you have a mortgage that's in a chapter 13, it's going to be two years from the date of discharge. Okay. The same thing with your, on your conventional, it's going to be two years from the date of discharge, which means you've satisfied all that debt. Now, if you have an FHA loan, it's one year from the payout. So one year from the payout must elapse and the payment performance must be satisfactory. So the buyer has to receive permission from the court in order to enter into a mortgage. And that's going to go along with your FHA and your VA. It's going to be one year with your USDA loan. So it's important, you know, you hear a lot of advertisements where people say, you know, get this done, get this done. You can wipe out all of your debt. But if you don't know, if you don't actually know the ins and outs of it and talk to several different attorneys, you're going to have an issue with that because, Some people don't always have your best interest in hand and they might just want the money to get it done, but there might be a couple things that you might be able to satisfy without even going into foreclosure, without even going into a chapter seven or a chapter 13. So you got to do your homework and don't just think that you're drowning in the debt and the first person that tells you how they can take care of it is going to be the answer. So. You really want to shop around and make sure it's going to be a win-win for you.
2: And a lot of people right now, that even if they do get in trouble, they, they probably have so much equity in their property, they could probably save their butt and negotiate some of the way out of this. That's why the foreclosure rate's so low. It's like a, like 1.2%. Right. It's like, and it averages 3 to 4% in the country. Yeah, we, there's a so, lot of
4: people that are going to disagree with that. Um, coming up in the next few months. So I'm really curious to see how it's going to turn out. But um, if you have questions in that need to be pointed into the right direction, just give me a call. 609-605-7153. And coming up next is going to be our uh, question and answer segment.
2: That was a lot of details. You know, they should all be the same, like two years. Make it flat across <laughs> the board. Make it Keep it simple. You know? No, okay. All right, so with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back.
0: Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley.
1: There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals. Visit our website at pfcu.com. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA.
6: Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate, and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let The Mortgage Mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, The Mortgage Mom, NMLS 143589. Click MortgageMom.net. That's MortgageMom.net.
0: This program is paid for by Good News in Real
2: Estate. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD all positive all the time. So where are we at the end? So
4: Mark, we are up to our question and answer segment. And the first question is: what does listing removed mean in real estate?
2: Most of the time it, uh it's withdrawn, but it could be removed, I guess, in some areas. Uh In the MOS, if somebody decides they got their house on the market and they've changed their mind and they're not selling, or for whatever reason, maybe something happens, they wanted to do a project maybe with Curbio and fix it up before they put it on the market, they withdraw it, and then the listing shows up in the multiple listing service as withdrawn in our MOS. Now, there might be some MOSs where it's listing removed because there's all different MOSs all over the country but in fact i think there's four in pennsylvania jersey has a whole mess of them because those jersey agents don't want people from philly selling houses in jersey so you make them join all different boards
3: <laughs> it's
2: like <laughs> such a ripoff but i mean in like i think in pennsylvania you know if you're a real estate agent you should have access to the whole state you don't and because you're licensed in the whole state but there's a few right. different mos's across the state in pennsylvania And that means you got your office has to join all of them, which is a pain in the butt because it's all about money. It's all about everything's about money anymore. It's a shame. But that's all, you know, probably somebody withdrew it. Maybe they changed their mind. Something happened in their life, whatever. And they they changed their mind and they're not going to sell the house. What's the next one?
4: The next question is, what's the best way to buy a short sale?
2: In this market, that's a tough, tough one because there's not many of them. I mean, there's always some, and a short sale is somebody that's in foreclosure. So you know, stuff happens. Historically, foreclosure rates nationwide run three to four percent, and this is what I tell students about because they don't know any history. Uh, the worst market in of all time in real estate in the last seventy three years or seventy four years was two thousand eight. So I asked the students, what percentage of the uh, United States do you think was in foreclosure in 2008? And they'll say like 60%, 70%, 50%. Yeah. And then I end up telling them 5.1%. And they're like, really? But it was on the news every day. And I said, yeah, because the, that's the news. They only talk about bad news. You would have thought half the country was in foreclosure. And it was actually 5%. Right now, we're running at about 1.2%. So to find a short sale is going to be tough how do you find them you know you look up you talk to an agent they can search for properties that are in foreclosure there are some other ways you could do some research maybe you hear of somebody that's in foreclosure and then and and short sales uh, the procedures is not like a regular deal Bank, you know, in a regular deal, you write a contract. It has a settlement date, and it has dates for mortgage commitment and all that. And in short sales, the banks don't care about those dates. I mean, I, I remember, sign
4: and hold your breath. I
2: remember people in short sales, you know, because they were getting a bargain, and the thing went on for like a year, and like right. you know, your whole life's in turmoil, and the and the banks in no rush. They got a they had a especially back in like oh eight to ten and eleven. They had piles of these things on their desk. And so they were in no rush. And a lot of people, by the time the thing was actually coming up, could work out a deal and save the house. But uh, they're hard to find. I mean, it's not like there's a ton of them out there. So the best way is talk to an agent. But the thing that used to crack me up, I'd have buyers call me up on the phone and say, I want to buy one of those short sales. Yeah, <laughs> and i mean like all right yeah so do i uh so where do you want to live At well you know that's the first question so now i want to live in 19111 up in fox chase so we look in fox chase and there's no short sales but i see one at uh 22nd inch of piff where uh there's drug dealers on every corner uh there's one right there you want to buy that one <laughs> right you know so uh, you know that's not the way to search for these. Now, if you look at a zip code and you happen to see one that, and you're willing to maybe get a buy, yes. Or if you're an investor, maybe you'll take a little more chances. But I mean, one to live in. But I remember lots of buyers doing that. I want to buy one of those short sales. Yeah. Yeah. Well, where do you want to live at? Because I, there's a nice one right near KA. You want to live there? <laughs> Actually has a, right. has a blue tent right behind it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's All the next, right, next one? Next
4: question is how do real estate agents find properties available for sale?
2: Now this is a simple one, but you know, regular people don't without licenses don't know. But right. real estate agents are licensed in their state. They have access to the multiple listing service, which they pay for. And they also have access to the LoopNet and the CoStar and the commercial websites. And there's even a few more uh, private websites out there that they can pay for and they get access to. But the big ones are the multiple listing service. And then occasionally they see a for sale by owner sign or something like that. But most of the time it's the multiple listing service. And, you know, they pay for that. And that's why, like, I get a lot of investors in the real estate school. Now, they're investors, they don't really want to be a real estate agent, but the reason they get a license is they want access to them sites so they can be the agent and avoid having to pay commissions. That's their strategy. Uh, And they
4: earn the commission. Yeah,
2: and then they can save on some commission. But uh, that's the big reason, you know, And, and that's how you find most agents find properties for buyers is the multiple listing service, Sometimes you see some advertisements on Facebook, but, you know, you don't even know if it's their listing when you see them on Facebook. That's what makes me leery about that stuff. Yeah. So, yep. But that's the biggest thing, the MOS, the multiple listing service. Be careful with Zillow. Yeah, Zillow on, you a, decide to yeah, do it on them are, you know, a lot of them are sold by the time you even get, look at them. You right. know, Zillow is not updated the most updated stuff is the MOS, like that one. The last one I listed, it lasted two days. So somebody, by the time that got to Zo, it was sold. And there, I, I, I I, was fighting for a long time that I think Zolo, and Realtor.com, I don't think they should get our listings for at least a month, you know, because the agent did all the work to get the listing, and now somebody bought one nine one one four as zip code on Zo and their little head pops up next to my listing and they had nothing to do with it right so but i i don't know why the agents don't fight for their rights and that they all complain about them companies but they don't do anything about it they don't do anything about it I know. What's right What's next? know all right
4: mark last question is how long does it take to buy a home
2: not that so, long what do you think yeah
4: i mean we can i can get a From beginning to end, we can get it done in 10 days. Yeah,
2: so got everything ready.
4: If you got everything ready, I mean, you know, it should, the normal process is going to be about 30 days. um, But a conventional loan, we can close in 10 days. So if you're organized, ready to roll, you know, we can get it done. The biggest thing is making sure you get everything done up front, your pre-approval. And then once you go to contract, you know, that's when the clock starts ticking.
2: Yep. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't take that long. In fact, sometimes it happens faster than the buyers want it to happen.
4: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> the seller's like,
2: ah, well, I'm out of here. Let's go. So, <laughs> get that home inspection done. But right. you know, unless there's any problems, you could close pretty quickly.
4: Yeah. As and that's and, not, and that's necess- why the
2: buyers need to be totally pre-approved, ready to go.
4: Exactly. And you do not have to waive your appraisal and you do not have to waive the home inspection right. you know, in order to get all this done. So that's, that's like that lady
2: that called me Saturday. She goes, eh, should I should I waive the home inspection? I'm like, no. I said, Number. listen, if it's not meant to happen, it's not meant to happen. Right. I said, put your offer in. If you're willing to go an extra twenty five, put an extra 1500 on it in case somebody goes there. Because if it's an estate and you're 75 hours higher than somebody else and there's a lawyer involved. You win because lawyers just take the highest one. Right. If they're hiring an estate. So, and if it doesn't work out, don't worry about it. Another one's gonna pop up. Exactly right. It's life. Yeah. You know?
4: All right, Mark. So coming up next is gonna be our topic of the day and how to avoid homebuyers remorse.
2: All right. All right. So with that, you listen to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, wphd all positive all the time. We'll be right back.
0: Good news in real estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net.
6: Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let The Mortgage Mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, The Mortgage Mom, NMLS
3: 143589. Click MortgageMom.net. That's MortgageMom.net. If you're planning on listing your home, For sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property, and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price, and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to curbio.com.
2: All right, welcome back to Good News from Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHTO positive, all the time. So where are we at, the end?
4: So, Mark, we are up to our topic of
2: the day, which is how to avoid home buyer's remorse. Buyers' remorse. Now, everybody gets it, but everybody gets it at different levels, you know, and like with Dr. A, with the disc, the D-I-S-C, the four personality types, you know, I get it, but I don't get it that bad. I mean, like, every time I buy a truck... You know, I go there, I buy the truck, and then as I'm riding out of uh, the Kennedy Ford, I'll be, as I'm at the, ready to jump on the boulevard, I'll go, man, should I have done this or should I wait? Oh, my God. And then by the time I get to Grand Avenue, I'm I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, some some S's and C's, they get it bad. I got to find a Dirt Lady story. We, gotta, we haven't done that for a long time, but everybody gets it. And everybody says they're not going to get it when they're buying out Because when I have a brand new buyer, I tell them they're going to get remorse. And most of them say, no, I won't. No, I won't. But they do. And especially if they, in this market, if they waive a home inspection, they saw that house and they took a tour. And then they don't see that house again to the final walkthrough. So now you got all this time on your hands and you need to get to go back in. And they start thinking, should I, what is this, the one or... It's, it's not, it's human nature. So, you know, they loved the house when they bought it and then crazy some home inspector could scare the hell out of them. And then they got remorse. So it's like, everybody gets it to a certain level. It's just, if you talk about it upfront, now I used to joke with my buyers. I would say, listen, you, now we signed the contract. You won, you got the house. Now you're going to get buyers remorse. And they go, oh no, we don't. We love this house. I said, listen, trust me, you're going to get it. So when you get it, get a bag of M&Ms, right? And have it close by. And then when you start guess, second-guessing yourself, pop an M&M in your mouth. <laughs> and then they'll, they'll laugh, but that'll be in the back of their head because they're going to get it. So then they won't get it so bad. i find a Dirt Lady story because that was the worst case of buyer's remorse I ever dealt with. <laughs> That's but, funny. So people act like, you know, like me. I bought the first house I looked at. I didn't even look at any other house. Oh they God. took me in the convent. I was like, yeah, this is cool. And we bought it. I'm sorry, this just went along, but we weren't that picky and you can get lucky. It could be the first one. Some agent shows you five houses. It could be the first one is the one, but you know, you're like taking it back. This is the house, but it's just the first one. Should we buy the first one we look at? Yeah, maybe you're allowed to get lucky. So I've always been lucky with stuff like that and, like, musical instruments and stuff. I just get lucky with stuff like that. So I never worry about it. Now, S's and C's, man, they got a million thoughts running through their heads, so they start getting a little remorse. And all these questions are running through their head all the time and, you know, what if and what if that and what if this? And it can start driving them crazy. And, and, you know, and you got to get control of it. Because everything in life, you're going to get remorse on almost every purchase you make, until you know it's you buy a new fridge. Is that the one you get it home? Is like I should have put the other one. You know, everybody second guesses. You know, man, I went to uh, uh, Best Buy with Evie, and she sees the fridges with the glass doors. Oh, Papa, buy one of them. <laughs> yeah, five thousand dollars, Ev. Yeah, so you can look in without opening the door. <laughs> Oh, my God. And she's still standing there with the door open. I guarantee it. (laughs) But, you know, buyer's remorse is an indication that if there is a general problem, then you're something you're nervous about, of course, you're going to want it resolved. Or, you know, some people, that's why these contracts are important. When you sign that contract, you're signing a contract that's supposed to hold up in court. So it's not like you can just go changing your mind at any moment and just like walk away. So Uh how to avoid it? you know, talk about it up front. If you have a good agent, they talk about this up front and they even bring it up. So you're going to expect it. Make sure the home includes all the important things, you know, that you need, the qualities that, that you choose to stand out from the others that you look at. Did you find a house that met all your needs or, or was one that was really rare? If you can bat how do you... Back, how can you back out? Is it realistic to think you'll find another house that's better than this, even if you back out? And that's a problem, too, because if you find that $400,000 house that's perfect for you and then something's a little wrong and you back out, are you going to find that house again? Probably going to be tough. And what was so special about that house just a few days ago that now you're all upset and having all this remorse? What changed? What really changed? Besides, you just second guessing yourself. So, if you analyze all the facts that led you to the home, it'll help you sort out your feelings about the purchase contract. It was was it a true poor choice, or would you be moving nervous moving forward on any other house? You know, and and that kind of stuff brings on buyers remorse. Remorse sometimes kicks in after we start talking to others. You know, helpful Uncle Harry. You know, you go to a barbecue, and you bought a house, and you bought the first one you looked at. You bought the first house you looked right. at, and right away they're they're helping you kick in the remorse. Everybody's going to have an opinion, you know. So you got to be careful, and that kind of stuff causes remorse. You know, even some friends, your family and friends, they can throw the monkey wrench in your head. About what you just bought, and and or about the market or stuff they don't either, they know really know that much about
4: nothing about right,
2: but like they all have an opinion. That's why forty eight percent of Philly rents because they don't understand what the hell is going on. And let's face it, parents rarely think the house is good enough for their children. You know, they're really bad when they go. I go. you think we can get another showing so we can read my mom and dad through? <laughs> and that's usually uh there's going to be some problems there especially sure. if you know it's core to what industry they're in too right and the big one of the big mistakes is you've got a contract and then they start looking they're still looking at on Zoo and looking at other houses and they're under contract you know yeah. just making remorse worse you know it's human nature everybody gets remorse almost on every purchase like i could Thanks. buy i could buy a guitar i get a little remorse and then I start playing it, and I'm like, hey, all right. Occasionally, like, I buy one, and it's not that great. <laughs> but it's a but guitar. You're always gonna but find it's a guitar. Something. Yeah, there's always going to be something. You know, it's always going to be something. The key is having a good agent. If you do a good buyer's needs analysis in the very beginning, and if you have a really good agent, they start the conversation out like this they say to you, What's the most important thing that we need to talk about? Right. And then you look at your significant other here and then you talk about what kind of house you want where it's at, what where it's at what kind of stuff it has to have so by the time the conversation is over the agent knows exactly what you're looking for and then when you find that house there's a lot little less uncertainties and and in this market you know we were just talking about there's 4,000 for sale in philly out of over 600,000 bucks county there's 500 Montgomery County is about 537 actives. I mean, there's not much to pick from. But if you're in the 400,000 range, most of them are going to be pretty nice. So, you know, are you going to get everything you want? No, you're not. You might think you are, but there's going to be something you want besides, you know. And then all, everything else. There's a, It's a complicated process with the financing, everything else. It's going to make you nervous, but if you got a good buy- agent that talks to you about all this up front and doesn't piecemeal you as the deal goes on, it'll re- it'll, you know, help resolve a lot of those problems with your decision to buy. Right. Cuz the remorse starts after you buy. You know, now you signed your name on a dotted line and now you're in and now you start thinking, should I have done this? And, you know, it's just get prepared ahead of time. The best thing you do is recognize that the home buyer's remorse is, it's common. Everybody gets it. And I say to all my buyers, you're going to get it. And they go, no, I'm not. We love this place. Trust me. You're going to be sitting at home or some relative is going to say something to you or some friend. And you're going to start second guessing yourself that you bought this house. Well, what if? What if I lose my job? Yeah. What if? Yeah, yeah, you. are still what not if-
4: going to be able to pay your rent.
2: I know it's it, it's the same thing. It's what if you know there used to be a song on uh, Sesame Street. What if it was called If If is so terrific. If be <laughs> specific, remember that. No. So I always remembered that song because it it was all the ifs, you know, if this and if that and if that. You got to take some chances in life, and and this is not for life. 30-year mortgage it's not for you i guarantee you're not going to live in this house 30 years Correct. hardly anybody does hardly anybody does things change all right so what could happen is you could hit the lottery and buy like a five million dollar house how about that if
4: (laughs) what if we moved on to our next segment with dr abelson let's do that (laughs) today we're going to talk about Why the disc have problems picking up the phone and calling their database.
2: And hi, Dr. Ableton. How are you?
5: I'm doing great, Mark. How are the two of you guys doing?
2: Good. So we talked last week about, in the last two weeks, we talked about the day. And we talked about the I personality. We finished that up, right? And now we're at the two that really have the problems yes. with the phone, yes, and talking to people. The S and the C. So we're going to do the S today, yes. So tell us first what the S personality is,
5: and then why they have problems with this. Well, what happens with with the S's is, is uh, they're 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 very sensitive to other people. They're usually very concerned about the family. Uh, they're, uh, they're, they're slow to change. They like things to be systematic. Uh, they're typically very good at doing things, but they don't like to be doing too many things all at one time. Uh, one of the biggest problems that, that, that the S behavioral style have is that they internalize comments. So they internalize when people hang up on them. All right. Or they internalize when people say no, uh, because I mean, they understand that people are going to say no, but it's just doesn't feel right. So it's very difficult for them. Uh, the, and the bottom line is S's are typically just very, very hard on themselves because have high expectations for themselves. Uh, and they internalize the negatives from other people. Well, the big thing I find out about S's in their own or business people, why
2: they don't want to make the call is they, they don't like, they see it as conflict. They try to do anything to avoid Confrontation or any kind of negative feedback. So they think when they're calling people, they're going to be bothering them. That's one that I see the big time. The other one is they, you know, I tell them that they should use a script so they can keep it simple. And then I explain their diss to them why they don't want to make phone calls because S's don't like, they're all about relationships. They're great people. They volunteer for everything. They're very helpful, but they don't like confrontation. They see making a, a phone call as confrontation, rather than you know sending an email or a calendar or a postcard or whatever. They'd rather do that because well, you know they don't have to. If somebody might say no, that rejection thing.
5: No, you are totally right, and there, there, the there may be you know the the issue regarding regarding that it's the emotionality of of uh, of the response from the other person. Uh, because they, they, they do want to be loved, they want to be liked, and they want to make sure that, that they are doing the right thing and, and there is no conflict. But there's always going to be conflict when you're making calls because you're interrupting people when they're doing something right.
2: else. And I tell them, <laughs> listen, you say to them, the first line is, do you have a moment? Do you have a minute? And if they say, yes, I'm at work, if you can make it quick. All right, so that solves that problem. And then the other thing that they don't age, they don't understand most of the time if you're a re- in the real estate industry, you're not, you're not calling them up and asking them to buy or sell. What what you do in the real estate industry, you call them up and you say, hi, do you have a minute? It's Mark from so-and-so real estate company. I just called to let you know what's happening with the real estate market. You're coming from contribution. So once I explain that right. part to them, then they're like,
5: oh, I'm helping these people. That's a great and point. they And they want to help people. Yes, for sure. For sure, the S's like to help people, and, and you're right on, and you're doing a much better job today than I am regarding explaining what's going <laughs> on with, with S's. So you've obviously gone through this many times, Mark. Yeah, since 2002, I've been fighting that battle. <laughs> so well, let me let, let me make a suggestion to the people that are listening. If if you're an S and it's by yourself, you, you need to make the calls. If you're in a team, don't volunteer to do this type of stuff because it's not what your forte is. So do the types of things that, that are your forte. So in other words, uh, it, it's a call back, and you know you're going to be accepted when you do the callback, and then you establish and reaffirm and build that relationship because the S's are really great at doing that.
2: Yeah, and the Abelson Group, what you do is you help companies hire and, and then – make people productive. So like the banking industry is the worst one for this. They (laughs) hire people and throw them in the marketing department and they're cold calling. Now, when you're calling your database, your database is just everybody that you ever met in your phone or on your email. You met at least once. You're not, that's not a cold call. That's just somebody you met, but the banking industry is terrible. Their turnover is terrible because they hire these people and throw them in marketing well, and that happens in six real months, estate, too,
5: for sure. Yeah, but we need to sure. we need to end for today. So if people are interested in our certification program, which we're starting in a couple weeks, uh, or they have any questions or want to comment, just contact me at Abelson, A-B-E-L-S-O-N, at Abelson.net.
4: All right. If you have any questions, you can email them to 8029 at comcast.net or give them a call at 267 266 5501. You can also email me at Deanne at comcast.net or give me a call at 609 605 7153.
2: That's one of my favorite topics. So, a special thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in and our sponsors for being on the air. If you want to join our sponsorship, it's not that expensive. Give me a call. We'll hook you up. We need. We got a big audience. We're on Odyssey. It's it's a great show, and we are the only game in town. So, with that, I'm Mark Cumberland.
4: I'm Deanne Kitsaris, your mortgage mom. You've
2: been listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all, all positive, positive, all, all the, the time. time.
0: Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of the past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre recorded.